Well, hello, welcome, happy new year. And welcome back to Habit Helps, a podcast of Creekside Community Church in San Leandro, California, where we talk about how habits build you and about how you can build better habits. My name is Jeff Bruce. I'm one of the pastors here. I'm joined by John Bruce. We're related. He's a pastor. He's a pastor here. He's my dad. He's here. Dad. I am here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing good. Dad, we've had a few bye weeks here on this podcast. <laughs> I'm feeling a little like the Niners, you know. I am got all healed up, rested, and I'm ready to attack this podcast with a vengeance. But there's that lingering thought, Dad. Uh, did I, did I uh, accumulate some rust? Rest or rust, Dad? That's... Well, That's the a, question. This may be a shake the rust off pat podcast. It is for the first quarter anyway. <laughs> yes. We'll shake the rust off and then it's going to get really good. So That's right. Good. Well, today we're going to continue our series, Smart People, What Proverbs Teaches About Building Habits. Proverbs is about wisdom and biblical wisdom is all about skill in living. Wisdom is about those small daily decisions that we make and so in one sense, Proverbs is about habits, the, the right kind of small incremental decisions that over time will yield great blessings in our life. So we've been looking at the kinds of habits Proverbs would commend. Today, Dad, we're talking about integrity. Dad, apparently Proverbs says a lot about integrity. You think it does. I think it does. So yes. where do you want to start with this? Well, I think maybe defining integrity would be helpful. Especially That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. So yeah. how would you define integrity? I would say integrity is single-mindedness. Mm-hmm. I think another biblical um, phrase might be purity of heart. Right. Uh, Kierkegaard said purity of heart is to will one thing. Mm. And uh, so I think integrity is living your whole life before God honest to God, committed to him, and seeking his priorities first in every area of life. That's good. So um, the opposite of integrity would be something like double-mindedness or right. deceitfulness. Yeah. That's about as much as I'd thought about it. But, Dad, you picked the topic, so yeah. <laughs> how no, would you that, define integrity? I, I think that's a great definition. Um, I mean, the word comes from the Latin word, uh, uh, meaning unbroken, mm. whole, and so um, integrity is a person who's always the same. Yeah, They're the same person no matter what the situation. They're not two-faced um, or hypocritical or double-minded, as you, as you said. Um, why do you think that integrity is important, particularly in our culture? You know, Dad, I ask the questions around here. <laughs> the dirty little secret of this podcast, you got to have integrity today, is that Dad does all the preparation, and I just uh, freestyle this. Just shaking so, the rust off Oh, here. man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rusted through. Why is integrity important in our culture, Dad? It's, uh, well, I, I think it's important to make a distinction when we start. I think there's a distinction between authenticity and integrity. Yes. Um, our culture, I think authenticity was the, the word of the year or something like that uh, a few years back. Maybe it was this year. But there's such a high premium on authenticity. But what that means is something like being true to yourself. Yes. yes. Um, that does not mean you will have integrity if you're authentic because you are a storm of divided wants, desires, loyalties yeah. with the possibility to lie to yourself, sabotage yourself, all sorts of things. So yeah. just being an authentic, quote-unquote, person the Bible would say that's not a value in and of itself. Right. Because the heart is deceitful above all things. And just being authentic to whatever you feel most strongly at any moment, 
there's no value to that yeah. necessarily. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to distinguish that. Integrity is important, I think, because every relationship is built on trust. Yeah. Yeah. That's the reason integrity is important. And at the very base of every re- relationship is a presumed trust in the other person. Right. Every interaction. Right. And so without integrity, you cannot have trust that this person is who they say they are, that the public person is the private person, that their words, their thoughts, and their actions have some sort of alignment between them. And and without trust, you can't have any real connection um, to other people. Yeah. And and ultimately, you can't have a society. That's right, which is what we're seeing. I, I think that integrity is always... Uh, adherence to a code. Yeah. And there is no code in our culture other than self-fulfillment and happiness. And so I think that's why thinking about integrity, it's really countercultural, um, and why uh, I hope our listeners will see why integrity is so important because it's the only way you can be the same person in every situation is to have a clear code of conduct and what, what you need to do. And so one, one thing I would say that the reason smart people have integrity is because uh, the Proverbs says integrity protects us. Hmm. Um, Proverbs 2.7, God stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. So whom does God protect? Uh, he protects those who live with integrity. Um, and integrity is a shield that God puts around us. Uh, Proverbs 10.9, he who walks in integrity walks securely, but he who perverts his ways will be found out. And uh, I was just, I was reading um, Luke 12 today where Jesus says, beware of the leaven of of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. And he says, the reason to beware of that leaven of pretending one thing and being another is because everything that's hidden will be revealed. And everything that's covered up will be brought to light, that nobody gets away with anything, yeah. and that God has a way of revealing the truth, uh, no matter how long it takes. And so uh, he who perverts his ways will be found out, so don't, don't think you're going to get away with something. That's the, the lure of, of a lack of integrity is, oh, I, I can't face this right now. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shade my, my actions or my words so that I can get away with this. And and only understanding that that God sees everything and yeah. He promises He will bring everything to light is kind of the basis for integrity. And and the fear of the Lord is the basis of integrity yes. in that yeah. because when you're living a double life and you know it, that there's some glaring inconsistency in your conduct. You're right that that I have to maintain this reputation. Yeah. And the presumption there is that I won't be found out by people. Now, we lie to ourselves more than anyone. Yeah, absolutely. So, so we don't realize how apparent our behavior will be if yeah. there's a if there's a discrepancy. Yeah. But yeah. two, it fails to account for the fact that God sees all. Um, you know, for for um, you know, the ways of a man are before the Lord, and He ponders all His paths. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so God is not mocked in that situation. Yeah. And and God says, if you forsake this quickly, there is great blessing. Yes. In yes. it. But if you cover it, you will not prosper. Right. And, and you won't prosper because God will actively intervene to make sure you don't. Yes, exactly. 
And I think that's why the fear of God is so important here, that, that God is never fooled by a double life. No, no. It's, uh, I had a verse here somewhere um, that all the ways of a man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he watches all of his paths, mm-hmm. and, uh, which is in Proverbs somewhere. <laughs> <It> <laughs> is. Proverbs, Proverbs, oh, no, that's not it. Proverbs 5, the end of it, That's says right. something like that. Yeah, yeah, man's ways are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so and so that I, I remember when I became a Christian, and I had um, re- held out for a long time before yeah. I finally surrendered to Christ, the first change in my life that I saw was a need to be honest. Yeah. I was an inveterate liar. I, I lied just to lie. I mean, I, I, I lied so often that I couldn't remember what was true. Yeah. And... Uh, but within a week of having Christ in my life, truth became, all of a sudden, for the first time in my life, became very important. And I think having the Spirit, Holy Spirit living in you makes you just realize, I cannot live a lie anymore. Yeah, to me, it's one of the great blessings is uh, we've been brought out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Yeah. And light is truth, and and walking in the light is walking in truth. Yes. And so, when when we walk in deception, our, our darkness, we should, as believers, have a keen sense that ooh, this is a uh, we're we're not in the light right now. Yeah. We're 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 out of sorts here. Exactly. Exactly. I think another advantage uh, that integrity gives the people is is it it helps us make decisions. Um, Proverbs eleven three: The integrity of the upright will guide them, uh, but the falseness of the treacherous will destroy them. And I I find that when I when I'm trying to make a decision about something, if I just ask the question, "What's the most honest thing I can do here? Hmm. What's the right thing to do in God's sight?" Yeah. Um, God speaks to me through my conscience yeah. and and directs me. Um, but the falseness of the treacherous will destroy them. On the other hand, there's no one easier for me to fool than myself. Yeah. Um, and uh, fooling myself is never to my advantage. And so I, I think that living a wise life means living with integrity and uh, not asking what will be the consequences or what will be the effect of this on me if I make this decision, but what's the right thing to do? Yeah, there's a few things that, that stand out in what you said. One, you know, Hebrews 5 talks about the mature whose powers of discernment are trained through practice to discern right. good and evil. Right. So I- integrity takes practice. Yes. To, yes. to make hard decisions, um, to swear to your own hurt, <laughs> yeah. To, yeah. To, to be consistent in what you say and what you do. But that ultimately blesses you in the long run. It's a guide yeah. so that when you get into complex situations, your conscience is sensitized to, to, to what would be an evil path, what would be the right path in this. Yeah. And, and that leads you then to do what you said. The second thing, you don't focus so much on the consequences of my actions, but more what's pleasing to the Lord as the first thing, yeah. trusting that God will take care of the consequences. Exactly. God's exactly. job is consequences. My job is to act with right yeah. behavior. Yeah. And I think often that's, you know, whenever you're avoiding a hard conversation— or you're 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 skirting around an issue with someone. It's it's because you're you're more concerned about the impact of your words, or the perceived yes. impact of your actions, um, or the the perceived impact of displeasing people, 
then then what would be an honest <laughs> forthright thing yeah. out of conscience to God to do yeah. in this situation so and that always comes back to bite me yeah when i when i avoid yeah the thing never goes away seemingly it always just rears its ugly head exactly. in a new way yeah 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 now god's will generally is straightforward not easy but it's always straightforward right um what he wants us to do. And I think that's what we, why Proverbs 3 says, trust the Lord with all your heart and rely not on your own insight. It's when we rely on our own in, insight that we begin to look at consequences, outcomes, and all these things, rather than what is the right and honest thing to do before God and before people in this situation. And that's a good check, you know, when you're in a situation and you've got anxiety about making a decision. And, yeah. and a lot of times your mind can become a flirt of complexity. Maybe I should do yeah. this, maybe I should do that. One good question to ask is, is there a hard thing that I just don't want to do right yeah. now? Is there a hard thing that I'm avoiding? Oh, that's so good. Um, yeah. And, and, yeah. and yeah. often, you know, I, you know the, the, the mind will follow what the heart wants. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. so if there's a, a hard thing I'm avoiding right now, um, that's what I need to face before the Lord. Yeah. You know, you can do that during the workday. Having integrity might be, you know, there's a phone call I don't want to make. And so your mind is just a flurry of avoidance activities to go do yes. all these other things, but yes. to say, no, <laughs> it's never going to get easier than right now. Yeah, yeah. And I said I would do it, so I'm going to yeah, do, do it. it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. the more you flex that muscle, the easier it gets to, yeah. to flex. And you have such joy afterwards and such relief, usually. It just, oh, that didn't that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would yeah. be. And yeah. so yeah. yeah. No, that's really good. So what we're talking about right now is is how integrity really protects us, protects right. our way and, and avoids things. I a couple other verses along that, the Proverbs 14, 8, the wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Hmm. And and uh, I think we forget how deceitful sin is, and sin's primary is is it comes from the father of lies, mm-hmm. and it's all based on deception. And we can deceive ourselves. The prudent man is wise because he wants to understand his way. He wants right. to understand what is right and wrong. Understand himself. Understand what he should do. And so he lives in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and then along with that. Uh, Proverbs twelve five says the thoughts of the righteous are just, and the word just here really means accurate hmm. or correct. Yeah. But the counsel of the wicked, counsels of the wicked are deceitful. Yeah. So that that integrity and being caring about what is true and what is true for me to do, it just will, will protect you from so many different things. Yeah, and I think it goes along with there's a tremendous amount of humility that goes yeah. with integrity. Yeah. Right. It's not that uh, it, it's not that hu- in, people with integrity are perfect. It's that yeah. they're consistent. Yeah. And I think part of that, you know, discerning your way means being honest with God and yourself about where you are. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So when I look at my life, and uh, I don't, I don't pretend to be more competent in areas yeah. than uh, than I really am. Yeah. I don't pretend to be further along in the faith. Than I really am is having yeah. integrity. That's that's what it means to be upright is to walk humbly before yes. the Lord. That's and you good. see that in conversations with people, right? When <laughs> and I'm guilty of this, you know. Uh, I love going into expert mode, you know, because I read one blog post or listen to one <laughs> podcast on something and thinking, you know, I know all about this. And yeah, uh, yeah. that's you know, rather than than saying, huh, you know, I want to learn about this. Teach me, you know, it, having that, you, you know, deceiving yourself into to thinking you're more competent than you actually are in different areas, you yeah. know. So it, it's a uh, 
discerning your way, I think, is just having an honest assessment of yourself yes. in different areas. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think integrity is really realizing how limited our perspective is and how easily we can be led astray if mm-hmm. we're not careful. And like you say, getting more information and stuff like that. I, mm-hmm. I remember a funny story I heard years ago that I always go back to a, uh, a guy who was over in San Francisco. He came out of his office and he saw a note on, under the, wind, uh, the windshield wiper of his car. And all it said was Heidi. And there was a phone number. And uh, he kind of smiled to himself because he was a young, single, attractive man. But then he thought about it and he said, nah, you know, I've, my life is complicated enough right now without doing this. So he threw it away. Drives home. When he gets home, he sees the whole uh, other side of his car is bashed in. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think of that, how easy it is to, to kind of figure, I know what's going on here and have your interpretation totally wrong because you don't realize your limitations. I need more information. Yeah. I don't I, I don't know why she left a note here. Yeah. I can't just assume and, and find out. So uh, but that's <laughs> a, you know it's a silly story but it, it it highlights a problem that everybody has. Cuz all the ways of man are right in his own eyes. Um, yeah, and walking in integrity is walking in reality. Yes. And reality can it. be painful to yeah. accept. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, I think that Integrity protects, so where do we find integrity? And I think it begins with our relationship with God, that we have to be honest with God before we can be honest with ourselves. And realize, Proverbs 15.11 says, Sheol and Abaddon, the place of the dead, lie open before the Lord. How much more the hearts of men. In other words, we have no secrets from God. Yeah. And just realizing that, that that God knows us well, and uh, that everything we do and think will be one day held in judgment, that God will will reveal all that. And so better get it right now. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah. So I was thinking about that in relation to, you know, (laughs) habit helps, helping people develop habits of integrity. I think the fundamental habit of integrity is confession. Yes, yes. Because if we're talking about being honest before God, um, you know, you think about the forms of prayer in the Bible, adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Yeah. Uh, confession is one that's really important to, to build a discipline of in your life. It's just to have times where you're confessing your sin before yes. the Lord. Because what I find is I'm not confessing sin. I don't, I'm not really aware of, of where I'm yes. struggling with sin. Yes. You know, I don't really know what I'm even, where I'm, and that's the deceitfulness of sin, yeah. <laughs> is that it'll downplay the, the sin that is in your life. And yeah. so yeah. those with integrity are sensitized to their own besetting sins yes. and know their own weaknesses yeah. in that. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's really the key to living in reality first, is confessing your sin before God first, then other people. And so, But you're, you're not going to build a habit of confessing to other people if you're not confessing it to God first yes. and, and experiencing his forgiveness and his pardon. Yes. Um, and so I would just say that's a, a been a really important discipline for me, and I'm just amazed at the depth... <laughs> And, uh, of my sin and how twisted my heart is when I start to confess sin and things just start coming to mind. And, yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I realize, wow, I am, uh, I am more sinful than I would dare to believe. Yeah. And uh, the good news is better than I thought because yes, of that. Yes. And so, um, yeah, and that's what you were talking about earlier about walking in the light, yeah. that stepping into the light um, it is the Lord. And the interesting thing to me is when I, the more I'm aware of the presence of God, the more aware I am of my own sin... Yeah. because the light reveals it, but also of the incredible love yeah. 
and acceptance that God has of how much he loves me in spite of my sin. And he's only showing my sin for my own good so that yeah. I, can, I can shed the things that are destroying me or harming me. Yep. And, uh, and, and so I agree with you that, 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 that integrity begins with walking in the light before God and, and checking with him to find out, how am I doing? The Old Testament way of saying it is Proverbs 14, 9, fools mock at the guilt offering, yes. but the upright enjoy acceptance. Yes, that's so, great. So upright integrity yeah. is enjoying your acceptance before God because you're aware of the depth of your sin. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think along with that, and obviously following that by a long ways, is being concerned with every area of integrity, not thinking, well, there's big things and there's little things. I'll... I'll uh, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll be honest with the big things, but the little things don't matter. And I was thinking, again, with our relationship with God, Proverbs 16, 11, a just balance and scales belong to the Lord. All the weights of the bag are his concern. Hmm. There are no small issues of integrity with God. Yeah. Um, and, and I think of the story of Ananias and Sapphira, who in the, in the Old Testament, I mean in the New Testament, who all the, the people in the early church are bringing their offerings for the poor and to help the church and stuff like that. And they, they brought their offering. The only problem is they said, this is all we have rather than they held back some of it for themselves. Yeah. And, and Peter says, what convinced you, what deceived you to think you can lie to God? Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. It's not what you give or what you don't give. It's yours. You can do with it what you want, but you can't lie to God. And of course, both of them, yeah. Their lives are taken, right? And they they go to heaven a lot sooner than they they had expected to go. Yeah. Um, and and but anyway, it's just is that God cares about the little things. And I know that when uh, if it's just a oh a small financial discrepancy, I've got to go make it right. Hmm. Or if there's an issue, I feel like somebody I need to apologize to somebody. I I have to go and I have to go and apologize to him. Or I just don't feel right about yeah. it. Yeah, I, I remember one of my buddies, the way his dad taught him this lesson, it was a great teachable moment. Uh, he, uh, they went through a drive through and this is back when people used physical money for things, and uh, gave him uh, you know, uh, a bill, got change back, and walked and realized they gave him too much change. So he loops around, comes back through the drive through gives him back the change. And he says, uh, better to keep my integrity than a few extra bucks. Yeah. And just keeps driving. Yeah. And he remembered that forever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that, that your, your integrity is so precious to you in guiding you yeah. that, that yeah. you realize uh, it's a hard issue always. And if you make those small concessions, that means you're willing to compromise your integrity, period. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly. If you're willing to make that decision, you're willing to compromise integrity. Yeah. And, 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 and that is the thing you cannot compromise. So it's, yeah. it's similar to what Jesus says in the Sermon on the Mount, dealing with the heart issues, you know, a, a, as the thing, that is the disease that we're trying to root out, yes. regardless of the symptoms. Yes. And so, yes. So, so regardless of the symptoms on the outside, the disease is the same, and treating the disease is, is dangerous, yeah. uh, regardless of the symptoms, I think yeah. is what you're saying. That's good. You know, for those of, those of us who love sports, um, I, I, one of the great illustrations of integrity was the, the Rockdale County High School, who uh, in in Conyers, Georgia, who won the the state basketball championship one year, and after they they got the the trophy and everything like that, they realized that one of the kids on the team had been academically ineligible, hmm. 
And he he was not a, a, a big player. He only played a few minutes of the championship. But the coach went back and turned, gave the the, the, wow. the, the trophy back um, to the state, and it went to the next because he said, he says people will forget the scores, but they'll never forget what you are. And, and he felt mm-hmm. like that was so important for the boys to understand that we do things honestly. Yeah, and uh, it was you know, not many people would do that. No, his players and their parents never forgot that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's funny. You think about the, the, uh, opposite of that, which is like, you know, <laughs> getting the 15 year old on your little league world series team <laughs> who can, you know, yeah. throw an 85 mile an hour screwball, you yeah. know, to yeah. just, um, and, and, and you never, you know, it, even if it comes out later, right. It, it, it tarnishes the entire thing. Uh, you know, you were willing to lie about that. You know, it yeah. just, it, it, God is not mocked, you know, and when we, when we make those decisions, inevitably we don't get away with them and, yeah. and, and, yeah. and just the, the stain can't be wiped away when yeah. we try to hide those things, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, That's right. That's um, right. So I'm sure there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Max has lots of examples here of people getting away with stuff in sports, but, uh, <laughs> Houston Astros, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah. What, what other thoughts you have? Well, the only other thing I thought was just, so we've been talking kind of in general about integrity. Right. What are the specific challenges that we have for integrity? And and some of the things I thought was, one, keeping promises. Mm-hmm. That when you when you say you're going to do something, you do it. Yeah. As you said, the, the, the righteous man swears to his own hurt. Yeah. And uh, if you make a promise, you keep it. Yeah. Um, honoring confidentialities. When somebody asks you, um, don't tell anybody about this, either say, well, I think I've got to, or I, you honor it. Yeah. Um, taking responsibility uh, for your own actions. Yeah, not uh, deflecting. Not deflecting, say, yeah, I did that, or yeah. I said that. Um, um, admitting your mistakes. Um, just doing right when nobody's watching Yeah. are, are some of those things. Um, Refusing to ignore problems. I think it's so easy to just yeah. avoid conflict, avoid dealing with things, but refusing to ignore problems and solving them for others' good, things like that. So yeah. those are just some some practical um, things to, to look at in terms of am I living in integrity or am I taking the easy way? And I think um, the one about swearing to your own hurt. I want to circle back to that yeah. just because our lives are so complex and busy now. You have to be clear on priorities yes, in order to make good commitments. Yes. And um, that means the goal of your life is not to do everything you could do, but to do a few things really well. Yeah. And you got to be clear on what those really important things are to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness yeah. is, is what I'd say. But I think a good response whenever someone asks you to do something, has an idea, wants to get together, you express the desire to help them, mm-hmm. but you don't commit. Yeah. Yeah. That would be my habit help right there is to say, man, I'd love to come alongside you or help you in any way or get together. Um, I need to first X. Yeah. I need to, you know, don't say yes in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because A... <laughs> You, you you are responding to pressure in some way, even if you don't realize it. 
a lot of times subconsciously. But B, you don't know what you're getting into yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really need to understand what's being asked of you first. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I have so many times just impulsively said, yes, sure, whatever, yeah. thinking I'm being a good, helpful guy. But really, I can't give the quality kind of investment to the thing that I really want. Yeah. So got to learn to say no to people. Got to learn to disappoint people in order to really be faithful in, in other areas. Yeah. And I, I've just seen, here, here's the thing about that, especially as you're looking at ministry, it's the, the people who do a few things really consistently are the people I will go back to again and again and again. Yeah. The yeah. people who are enthusiastic about everything and, and fail to follow through on their commitments, uh, you know, Proverbs calls that, uh, you know, <laughs> planting on a bad ankle, basically, right? It's, uh, you know, you just can't, you can't rely on those people. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so it's really important not to be that person. Yeah. Because uh, if you don't have integrity, you just, you can't be relied upon for things. Yeah. You want to be reliable. Yeah. Don't want to have people. Well, I don't know if he'll come through because he right. often doesn't. Right, that's the worst thing. It is <laughs> uh, to, to be that guy. <laughs> and, and so, if you're wondering, listening, well, how do I not be that guy? Just say no to things. <laughs> like it's not that. Just just say I can't do it, yeah. or I got to think about it. Uh, could you email me about it? Yeah, and then can we follow up? Right, just have a stock response like that, um, and 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 build the habit of saying no on the front end. <laughs> Or I'll see on the front end, yeah. and you'll save yourself so much trouble yeah. on the back end. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how would you how would you take the the story of the good Samaritan and applying that? Because he inconvenienced himself. He, you know, while the two righteous men passed by the man who had been robbed, he immediately took the opportunity and and helped him. Yeah. And Jesus says, this is what loving your neighbor looks like. <laughs> and what's cool about that story is he did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I'd totally love to help you. Yeah. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. That, that's lacking integrity. Yeah. Um, it, you know, and so absolutely be the, be the kind of person who responds to needs, but respond in the yeah. moment. Yes. Do the thing. That's it. Hey, can you pray for me? Yes, let's pray. Yeah. Do it, either do it now or don't do it. Right, yeah, and that's the, and, and, and there's wisdom in discerning that, right? If there's yeah. urgent needs, we are to be the kind of people that meet them. But meet them then. Is, is, the, is the urgent need something I'm meeting right now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yes, we should inconvenience ourselves all the time with that. Is the urgent need, hey, there's this thing I'd like you to help me with. That's not, that's not a person lying on the side of the road. Right. right. I, you have to consider, well, can I help them? Yeah. Am I the best person to help them? Yeah. What does helping them require? Is what they think is help actually going to help them? And do I believe that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Or am I helping them avoid something that they should be doing? Which takes a lot of wisdom. It takes a lot of wisdom to think through. Yeah. And, and that's the older I get, the more I realize to give people wise counsel, it's not um, impulsive counsel. No, And often it's not the thing they're asking for might not be the thing they need. Yeah. And I need to have the time to figure out how would, how would I actually counsel this person honestly? Integrity, right? Yeah, exactly. And not just, sure, I'll do whatever this thing is. Right. right? I I think the Good Samaritan falls into a different category than that. I think. And because it was, they, it was a call to action. I'm going to do it right now and help the person. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Is that, is that, is that a satisfying answer? It's very satisfying. All right. Well, I feel smug and self-satisfied with my aunt. <laughs> no. Um, good. Well, anything else, Dad? 
that's that's all I've got for today. Good. Well, now I'm convicted. I have to go look at my taxes, you know, from last year, make sure I uh, cross the T's and dot of the I's and all that. And uh, it's, a, it's a challenging subject because all of yes. us uh, live inconsistently from time to time. Yes, yes. Um, all, all of us uh, don't um, meet our ideals, and obviously we don't uh, meet uh, the standard that Jesus sets. And so... That's why the gospel is good news, and that's why the first step is just living in light of the gospel, yep. living in light of grace, that's and good. then confessing and repenting where, as we become aware. So we are we are far more self interested than we would ever imagine, and uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a challenging subject. Yeah, and I'm interested in ending the podcast because yes. <laughs> I want to go do other stuff. So thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thank you, listeners, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon.